0: Welcome to Inspiring Questco, a series of conversations with members of our Questco team. We'll hear their stories and celebrate their successes as we share a little about what makes them and our Questco organization so special. I'm Jason Randall, Questco CEO, and I'm happy to be joined today by human resources consultant Elia Hagen. Elia, welcome to the conversation.
1: Thank you, Jason, for having me. It's great to be well- here.
0: I have really been looking forward to this talk because you add so much value to uh, our clients uh, at all levels of sophistication and background. And so it's really, really nice to really unpack that a little bit. I was hoping you could just tell us a little bit about what it means to be a human resources consultant at Questco.
1: So for me, it means really being able to work with clients from different backgrounds and levels. Um, And providing that guidance. Anytime I introduce myself to a new client, I want them to feel like I'm in that office just right next door. And if they have an HR question, issue or concern, um, nothing's too small or too big um, or too frivolous to even ask. Um, But to know that I'm there as an extension of their team in order to be able to help them navigate through the HR world with their employees.
0: That concept of a, an extension of their team is a really powerful one. I've seen it myself with you and, and how you relate to clients. It's a level of care. It's a level of um, really internalizing the concern. And I was hoping you could sort of give some examples of ways that you've, you've shown up and really just blown away the expectations they may have, may have had for us and for you.
1: Well, I mean, I, I, I have a pretty big passion. If you talk to anybody that knows me at the company, they'll say that I'm very passionate about my employees and even even from Wendy saying that, you know, sometimes you refer to, you know, your company, Um, because I I do feel a sense in that way, um, that I'm providing that support to them, but that I'm also an extension of them. And so, you know, it's important for me, especially with new hires, um, because that's their first inclination of what the business is going to be like. And so it's always good to make a first impression. And even though I'm not the face of the company, I'm an extension of it to the to the point that I want to make sure that their onboarding experience is great, that, you know, first and foremost, you know, they get their first paycheck, their benefits go smoothly. They have everything they need. So one, one thing that comes to mind is I I had a big client that had over 16 locations in the Houston area. This one individual happened to be hired at their corporate location And, you know, we guaranteed to get her that paycheck. She was in dire need of her first paycheck in order to pay some bills. The check got misrouted through FedEx. Um, So that afternoon, I worked with the client and worked with our shipping department to try to locate that package Um, to the point where that afternoon I jumped in my car, went to the nearest FedEx hub where it said it was going to be, only to find out that it was at a different hub, maybe five miles up the road tracked it down to there, wasn't there because they decided they were going to try one last attempt to deliver after hours to the building, then drove back to the building, uh, talked to night security where the package was finally delivered, picked up that package and drove it to the employee's home and personally hand delivered her first paycheck. Um, so it, it's stuff like that, that I want to make sure. And it was very impressionable. The employee was very excited. Um, you know, was very happy. The client was very happy because they knew that there was a need for this individual to get their check. Um, and I wanted to make sure that, that we stand behind our commitment and our promise that we were going to make sure that she got paid and got paid timely so that she could then cover her bills because it was her first paycheck
0: sort of emblematic of the way you operate more generally is you may not create the problem. You didn't create this problem, but you sure solved it and you solved it in a way that just shows a a level of uh, personal dedication. That's just absolutely exceptional.
1: Thanks. And, and, you know, the thing about it is is we did circle back to figure out where there was that disconnected communication. But for me, when these issues come up, I always like to, okay, yes, I know that there was an issue and we need to resolve it, but how are we going to fix this for the client first Let's get over that hump. Let's get that situated. Then we will go back and revisit where there was that disconnect, either in communication or in processes and fine tune that so that we don't have this issue reoccur again. So there's two steps to every process. First and foremost, making sure that the client gets what they need um, and the employees get what they need and they're happy and then go back and figure out if there was any internal disconnects that we can then improve on for the future.
0: And it strikes me that there are other things that you do. I guess the example you gave was at the extreme tactical end of things, (laughs) just delivering on a fundamental promise to get paid on time no matter what. Um, And you also add exceptional value in the clients with the extent to which you're able to provide strategic guidance. you know, I know you're in a lot of situations where a client might ask for forgiveness rather than permission before they do something. And then, boom, here comes Elia um, that needs to help make the best of perhaps a, a dodgy situation on the client side. And I was hoping to, to walk us through a little bit about how that feels to become that trusted partner to our clients.
1: Well, I, when we talk about clients, you know, asking for her, uh, forgiveness before permission, um, I think they'll do that maybe once or twice. Uh, But after that, then they know as a trusted advisor that, you know what, before we do anything, let's just run it by Elia. Um, And there have been situations in particular where, you know, they've made a bad decision in haste where they've fired an employee without having all the facts um, and then pulling me in to kind of help with the cleanup. Um, And it's a learning opportunity at the same time. So not only do I help engage with the client, kind of mediate with them and the employee to come to a comparable resolution at this point because you've already let the employee go, but how can we make that offboarding successful with that employee so that there are no hard feelings, even though the way it was conducted was not in a conductive, in a professional manner? Um, and then we go back to the employee to say, how could we do this differently in the future? Um, and with the client as well. And then making sure that we talk about it from a legal aspect. point. I always like to point out to my clients, at the end of the day, the decision is yours to make. I'm just gonna play that devil's advocate and give you all the options that are on the table. You know, being in this industry for over 25 years, I've pretty much seen it and done it. There's really not much that surprises me anymore, even though there are a few occasions where I get caught off guard and something new comes up that I've never faced before. But for the most part with my client's you know, it's it's gaining that trust and knowing that I'm here to guide them to, to pretty much keep them and their business out of trouble. Um, and at the same time, it keeps me out of trouble. So it's a win-win for the both of us when at the end of the day, let me tell you all sides of how this could play out. You pick the best that's going to be for you. I'll support your decision either way, but then I'm also going to make sure that I've documented it, you know, if in the event you choose a decision that I'm not necessarily favorable favorable of.
0: Yeah. So you, you mentioned 25 years of experience. I think that might surprise a lot of our clients before they enter into the Questco relationship. They may not be expecting the, the talent to be this rich, um, the, the advice to be this thorough, and the the, the seizing to be so solid. And so it's something that I just, again, have witnessed firsthand with you is this ability you have to really distill relatively complicated thorny HR issues into easy to follow, credible advice. And I think that's something that's the really heart of this role. Uh, you keep them out of trouble, but you also enable them to be their best selves from an HR perspective.
1: Yeah, and I and actually, you know, we, we talk about 25 years in HR and my degree is actually in psychology. I do have my PHR certifications. And, um, but I, I tend to see that when, Early on in my career, once I started down the HR path, I didn't want to look back. Having that psychology background was able to help me understand the people, Um, whether it was manufacturing with blue collars, whether it was uh, in a professional office environment, understanding and really honing in on listening to individuals and their issues and concerns, and then also coaching and guiding managers on how to, you know, train and develop your people, whether they're, you know, hands-on, whether they're more visual, whether they're more documentation procedures and process. So I find that even though HR was not what I was hoping hoping to pursue in my career, I felt like I landed in a great place and have definitely seen, you know, my degree being used in that aspect of being able to read people and help guide clients and and into being able to do so to make their employees successful.
0: Yeah, your, your approach just pays such dividends. I know you're th- sought after, of course, by our clientele. You're also sought after by our, our sales force to really put uh, Questco's best foot forward and, and talk about some issues, even in a pre-sale context. Um, what do you like about your job? What, what do you look forward to the most?
1: Well, you know, I I like the diversity of it. Um, I've I've had the opportunity of being with my 25 year span of being in several different industries. One exception is oil and gas. Um, So I found this opportunity to come work for Questco to still give me that dynamic of being able to not only help a client, but to help several different clients across several different business aspects um, in, in different industries Um, so I just, I love the variety of it. Um, and then it also gives me that variety of, you know, instead of the day in and day out of working for one in one individual company and, you know, getting to know their people and knowing that some of the same issues may arise because of that industry, but being able to have a diversity of that with working with different clientele. Um, and it's never a dull moment in HR. I mean, I could come in with a a to-do list of 10 things. If I get three accomplished, I've made progress um, because there are just different things that come up every day with, with regards to different clients and their industries and their employees.
0: Ultimately it's people and people are complicated. <laughs> and so it falls to us to solve that. Well, I, I know in, you, you had mentioned joining Questco and I remember your first day with us very, very well. I was so excited that you accepted the role um, because, okay, there's this fierce intellect you have, and also this, this pervasive sense of pride. And we were very much a work in process. You joined us at the, at the old uh, office location. So, uh, you know, I could ask it the in more indelicate way of what on earth were you thinking? But I think that the actual question is, you know, what motivated you in, in the Questco team that we were to join us?
1: I saw I saw it as an opportunity. And and like most of my opportunities in the past, I saw it as an opportunity to grow and not only grow myself as an individual, but to also help the company grow um, with my knowledge and expertise. Um, What processes and procedures were in place for our department? Um, You know, what value adds were there? What were areas for improvement? How could we work smarter and not harder? Um, how could we not duplicate processes? So I found it an opportunity not only to continue my journey down HR, but to also see a company that values what I value and wanting to grow and continue to, to, to progress. And I, I just felt like it was a place for me to be able to provide what knowledge that I have towards that goal, because it was the same individual goal for myself.
0: You're hitting on something very powerful which is that um you know in our space there could be a perception that sometimes the advice you get you give as a provider is just one google search ahead of what the client knows and in the least fortunate ends of our business uh you know industry-wide not not our company um you can see some of that but that's not how you operate you're drawing on a very very rich and deep and broad set of experiences and skills that I just don't think our clients really appreciate until they get to experience it, just how great this resource is, how senior it is, and that uh, they can, through you, uh, stack up their HR practices with anybody in the country.
1: Thanks, Jason. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, there's definitely Google searches out there, but there are some clients that don't necessarily understand the interpretation of those searches um, I myself could definitely use my knowledge and expertise from the years of service that I've had in this industry, but I also do rely on some of those searches through some, some websites um, to be able to continue to gain and enrich my knowledge. Uh, and at the same time, use that as the backbone in order to relay information to clients on certain laws and procedures, but, but in a sense, take that information and put it in more layman's terms for them to understand Again, not only do I want to be their trusted advisor, but I also at the same time want to be able to coach and train and develop either those individuals that are my point of contact that are, you know, doing other jobs as well as HR, or if you're the CFO, the CEO that's handling the HR component, being able to give you not only the answer to what you're seeking, but the reasons why. It's always important to not only understand why the law is in place or why that compliance component is in place, but understanding why it is and i think i use that tool to be able to navigate and do some teaching and training um on the areas of hr so for them to have a better understanding
0: and it's statements like that that really it really make me proud um because you, you, your team and you personally have brought this, this elevated sense of uh, competence and responsibility and capability to our organization. And it was, you were personally, you have, you have been and are a huge part of our transformation into an organization that can handle the most sophisticated small businesses anywhere in the country. Um, I'm interested in your perspective of how we internally have changed in the time that you've been with us.
1: Well, there's been a lot of growth um, definitely in in all departments, and there's been a level of um, not only growth but level of processes and procedures put in place, um, holding us to a certain level of standards, um, you know, having a mission statement, really standing behind that, uh, really committing to put our best foot forward for our clients. Um, you know, for me, all of that is, all of that is important. Um, but I've just I've seen the growth exponentially in what we're also allowed to do from an HR perspective. You know, we you hired us as the experts. You know, from an HR standpoint, how can you better partner with us here at Questco to help partner with our clients to make them more successful? You know, I've seen us from answering the simplest questions of. You know what's the three-day turnaround to terminate somebody in the state of Texas to more complicated questions like what's benchmarking analysis? You know, as we get into the day and age of COVID and the pandemic, you know, really relying heavily on us as the as the trusted advisor there. But so being able to go outside of just those general parameters of HR questions and really being out of the box thinkers in our department as well as others. Um, to challenge themselves to do just more than the day-to-day, but what more value add could you add to enrich that of our clients?
0: And uh, different side of the same coin, have you seen client expectations raise over your years as a provider?
1: Absolutely. But I'm also seeing from the sales standpoint a different caliber of client that we're also um, enticing, not to say that any client, you know, that we're looking for a specific type of client, we, we'll take all kinds. And I actually manage all kinds of clients for those that maybe just need general HR questions, for those that have full-blown HR departments that just want an additional uh, voice of reason to be able to bounce ideas off of. Um, but but to kind of get back to your question, you know, definitely we set the bar high. And every time we step outside of that that comfort box, and offer just that little bit more expertise. There's there's always that need that clients just want a little bit more. And not necessarily the expectation that they want to get it, but they ask if we can provide it. Um, And if you ask any of my HR colleagues, very rarely is our answer no. We'll find a way to go and get that information, provide you the answers to your questions, whether we know them, whether we have to get outside expertise to let us know, we always want to be able to provide you whatever support it is we can, even if it's not in the realm of what we normally do on a day-to-day basis. So I'd have to say that based on that and based on other departments as well that go above and beyond, we, we've we set that expectation and we've raised that bar.
0: One thing, and you may know that I was a PEO client for a long time prior to um, entering the industry as a provider and now an executive. Um, I can tell you as a client, one of the things I would find frustrating um, or at least challenging to me as a senior leader of a business was when uh, my version of an Elliot at that time would lay out perhaps a couple of paths we could take with something, but wouldn't really have an opinion on which one was wiser, which one was more appropriate. And one of the, the attributes that I'm so so proud of is that you have opinions and you have you have ideas about what best practices look like. You can, in other words, you're actually consulting as opposed to just laying out options in a in a dispassionate and removed way that you actually. Ask advocate for the best interests as you see them.
1: I mean, I think it's important. I think it's important that when we enter into this PEO relationship, because this is my first PEO experience and and I was, um, I was actually a client of a big PEO prior to that. So coming into this, I knew what I was, even though I had HR background, I knew what I should have expected from that PEO and I didn't get. So being on the flip side of that coin, being the one providing the service from a PEO standpoint, I knew what level of uh, expectation my clients expected and I wanted to deliver. Um, So it was important for me from that aspect to be able to, you know, consult with my clients. Again, I want to be that extension of their company because at the end of the day, the best decisions that they make not only reflect on their business, but it also reflects on us as a business as well, because we're a partner in this together, um, and so, yeah, I do find myself not only giving that feedback to clients, giving them the different scenarios, but I, I feel a vested interest in the right decisions that they make because it would reflect on the both of us.
0: There's a conviction to this; you can hear it in your voice, Absolutely. and uh, and, I, and I love that. And of course, um, you know, your interests don't stop uh, within Quesco. I know you have a rich life, you know, outside of the workplace. I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so you know, I. I tend to struggle with work life balance, and my, my kids and my family know that I've, I've been married for 27 years. This Wednesday, I've got three amazing children uh, one that became a nurse during this COVID pandemic, um, and one that's just gotten accepted to a nursing program and working on her bachelor's. And then my youngest, my son, who's not so young, he's 18. Um, will graduate next month, not only with a high school diploma, but also with his associate's degree at the same time. Um, And I'm happy to say that he's just accepted, um, you know, his scholarship to the University of Loyola in New Orleans. So really excited for him. He's going more into the arts. um, So he's pursuing a degree in acting and theater. And then I have a grandson who will also be graduating uh, kindergarten. So it's never a dull moment in the Hagen house. Um, I've been fortunate to, in my career, and as well as Quesco, embracing, you know, that work-life balance with family and making that important, have been able to be there for all those milestones Um, and being able to be a part of any activities that my children do, um, as well as continuing to give it 100% at work. So I'm very appreciative of the relationship that I have with Quesco, um in allowing me to have that work life balance and that flexibility to be able to do so. So my well, greatest accomplishment definitely outside of, you know, my career, you know, is definitely my family.
0: It's just the, the kind of environment we all want to work in, right? It's, it's just basically that simple. And it enables us to attract and retain just wonderful, wonderful professionals like you. Well, yeah, by the way, happy anniversary. Congratulations <laughs> on all the, uh, the family milestones. That is awesome. And as I direct things back to the workplace, just want to thank you for the wonderful work you do on behalf of our clients and company. We are a better organization because you have made such substantial contributions to it. And I'm just very grateful for your ongoing support and your amazing, amazing uh, professionalism uh, in your role.
1: Thank you, Jason. And and know that it's a privilege as well to be able to work for a company um, that really allows us to be able to be outside of the box thinkers and to have an opinion uh, and definitely a seat at the table, um, and and to hear any suggestions that we may have, and and see those come to fruition have have just been really a delight in my career with PESCO.
0: And I, I'm delighted as well, Elliot. Thank you so so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Jason.